you know, healthcare has become become a very common topic. I guess you know a, a pandemic will do that to you, but everybody's talking about it. The, the whole nature of healthcare, to my mind's eye, has changed a whole lot. Uh, we have the announcement that CDC is going to make some sweeping reorganization aimed at changing their culture and trying to get public trust back, which makes you think they're going to have to be around for a while putting out fires. One man who's been in the healthcare business for the last 30 years and has headed up the transition, the combination of Presbyterian Hospital and Harris Methodist and Arlington Memorial and turning that into Texas Health Resources is Barclay Burdant, who's the CEO, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, it's great to join you. So, Thanks for having me. So 30 years ago, Blue Cross Blue Shield was was the 800-pound gorilla, and they told everybody what to charge or what to do. Boy, those days have changed, haven't they? Well, somewhat. Not completely. They're still a, you know, a pretty good size uh, insurance company in Texas, and, and um, uh, they still have a lot of clout. But, you know, I mean, I look at your business, and all of a sudden, and it really struck me, first, when I, I think I was driving down Central Expressway, and I saw a neck hospital and a knee hospital and a back hospital and all these ambulatory surgery centers and then the proliferation of docket boxes. I mean, heck, now even Amazon is going into the business. Well, that's true. Uh, you know, what's driven that, particularly in North Texas, uh, is a couple things. First, technology, as you know, is continuing to just explode and Technology allows things to be provided and delivered uh, in different locations and scenarios. So there's been a pretty good move of things that used to have to be done in a hospital into surgery centers and other ambulatory settings. Uh, Because North Texas is such a vibrant growing area, a lot of people are interested in being here. Uh, There's a lot of um, funding, private equity and other capital investors that have put a lot of money into healthcare and that's shown up here in North Texas. So, uh, you know, we also, I think, have just seen knowledge in general expand and grow uh, at such a rapid rate um, over the last several decades. It's almost hard to keep up with it. Probably explains why a lot of us are still here to enjoy it, too. That's a good, it does. That's a good thing. So are all these competitors of yours, do you have to to look at, at, a, at a more competitive landscape? Yes, uh, there are more competitors. Uh, some sort of what we would call on the edges uh, in areas that uh, are not where we are, uh, but are beginning to encroach on that. Um, one of the things I like about North Texas and, and have really appreciated is that the systems here um, compete, but we also collaborate. So there's things we do together for the betterment of the community, uh, but we also are, you know, pretty, uh, pretty strong competitors. It's also important, and we've certainly taken this tack, uh, to identify where you have strengths and where you have weaknesses, and to sometimes partner with organizations uh, in a way that that really allows you both to serve the community better. So partnership, collaboration, uh, and competition are all really big parts of this uh, community here. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe that that you guys are celebrating the 25th anniversary of this this marriage of Presbyterian and Harris Methodist and Arlington Memorial. And I always thought 
you know, you all were competitors. But the fact is, you've got all sorts of associations. I mean, don't you, you collaborate with UT Southwestern now, too, right? We do collaborate with UT Southwestern. In 2016, we joined forces with UT Southwestern to form a clinically integrated network that we call Southwestern Health Resources. And that clinically integrated network provides access to our patients uh, to an even broader comprehensive range of services and care by really combining the strengths of one of the nation's preeminent, preeminent academic medical centers and the largest faith-based uh, nonprofit healthcare delivery system in the region. Wow. We, we, you know, we chronic, we've chronicled the, the growth of North Texas and the meteoric growth, especially recently, as it sort of marches north up the Dallas North Tollway or, you know, west into Fort Worth areas that were ne- never developed before and down into Mansfield. So as you look at these emerging areas, I mean, is this do you need to put you need to put facilities there, don't you? We do. You know, when we formed uh, 25 years ago, there were about four and a half million people in what we describe as North Texas, the, the larger Dallas Fort Worth area. That's grown 66% in the last 25 years. We now have seven and a half million people. Uh, and uh, obviously the region has grown, Suburb, suburbs have grown, cities have grown, uh, the rural edges have grown uh, in that 25 years. So uh, it, it was really important for us when we came together to form a system that would be sustainable uh, over the years to, to uh, take advantage of and serve those uh, aspects of growth in the region and, and really be here to serve for generations to come. So as you prepare, you know, for the next 25 years, um, what are you preparing for? I, I, let me go back to the CDC. The, the fact that they're reorganizing makes me think that the CDC is never going to go back to the sort of quiet little organization you seldom heard much about and that they're going to become maybe more important. And maybe there's more worries about, you know, pandemics or COVIDs or, I mean, my gosh, poor Presbyterian never thought they'd have to deal with Ebola. But that came out of nowhere. You've got to prepare for a lot for the next 25 years, don't you? You know, health systems do as well as uh, large uh, agencies, the federal government and the state government. Um, I think COVID has changed many things in our society and in our industry. And uh, whether you're a health system uh, a federal organization like the Centers for Disease Control uh, or an entity, a health department at the state, it's really our duty to evaluate uh, what worked well and what didn't and to look at improving from there. Uh, there really is no such thing as a perfect playbook today uh, and learning and adjusting has to happen real quickly. So I'm delighted to hear that the CDC uh, is uh, recognizing that they need to change to improve the environment has changed dramatically. Uh, we not only have um, e- Ebola, we have COVID, we have a whole variety of emerging diseases. Uh, obviously in North Texas, the one garnering a lot of attention right now is monkeypox. Uh, as the population of the world grows uh, and people move more freely uh, uh, across borders, we're going to see viruses in particular take hold uh, and threaten us. You know, that's the key is we always talk. I mean, we talk, I talk in business about a global economy and clearly we have a global economy, but I guess these are some of the challenges that come along with it. I mean, it's nice to be able to go to DFW and fly to any one of, I don't know, what, a couple of dozen international locations in six or eight hours, but they can all come here and bring. Absolutely. 
bring diseases or whatever maladies <laughs> they have with them. That's right. So uh, what's the next What's the next uh, period? Is this consolidation? Do you continue to expand and grow? Are you going into all these expanding communities we have in North Texas? Well, we are growing our facilities in North Texas. <clears throat> uh, as you've already pointed out, we're continuing to grow. A new person shows up in North Texas every three and a half minutes. So several people have arrived just while we're talking. Uh, and they all brought two cars with them. I hope that'll change. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> but we're growing to provide for the care and the well-being of, of really all these new North Texans. Uh, in 2020, we launched our Texas Health Breeze Urgent Care Centers. We now have 18 open and are continuing to open more. They're open 365 days a year from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, and they offer patients fast, convenient, personalized care with upscale amenities and very transparent, affordable pricing. Uh, and uh, uh, prescriptions available. This spring, we opened a new nine-story uh, Jane and John Justin Tower at Texas Health Harris Methodist Hospital in Fort Worth. That tower adds 400,000 square feet, uh, 144 beds, 15 surgery suites, and <clears throat> a new pre- and post-operative suites. Uh, and it's the largest construction project uh, that we've had in our history. And last month, we opened the Center for Women uh, at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital in Denton, which is a four-story, uh, 215,000 square foot expansion that was designed with really extensive input from, uh, from recent moms and mothers-to-be and includes uh, 12 new labor and delivery rooms, uh, 23 postpartum rooms, two surgical suites dedicated to cesarean deliveries. Uh, you know, Denton and, and Denton and Denton County have grown 23% between 2010 and 2020. And there's more space there. I think they're probably going to keep going. One other thing that struck me, you know, looking back over the last 25 years of, of Texas health creation, I noticed you all have provided $13 billion in charity care and community benefits, and I guess that's ongoing. That's not going to change, is it? Absolutely. That will change. Uh, it will probably expand um, to some degree. Uh, you know, we start with a community needs assessment uh, that we do every three years to gather community input on the needs and the barriers um, to health status and outcomes. And with that data, we determine really how best to make an impact in, in community health improvement. So we do things like uh, <clears throat> a big project that we started uh, through Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital Dallas is our Health to Home Medical Respite Program, which is a collaboration between Texas Health and Austin Street Center that provides medical care and social services to homeless men and women recently discharged from area hospitals. We've also do and will continue to do a lot for food insecurity because we know access to nutritious food is a key building block to a lifetime of well-being. We accomplish this through programs like the Blue Zones Project in Fort Worth and through grants that support projects like community gardens and, and a grocery store within a high school in Sanger. Wow. So as you point out, in 25 years, uh, we've provided over $13 billion in community benefit uh, and charity care. Well, and I and a remarkable job that you do. Congratulations on your 25th anniversary. The whole whole idea of keeping a bunch of hot-headed doctors happy at one hospital, much less <laughs> Presbyterian and Harris and Arlington, I know is, is, is a chore, but you, you do it well. Barkley Burdad is the CEO of Texas Health Resources. Good to have you with us again. Thanks so much, David. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.